Yeah. Jared Kelnick did that. And the Mariners snapped their three-game losing streaks with the post-win post-game show here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Wednesday, April 12, 2023. This is Tidding Gonzalez and Colby Patton for the Locked On Mariners postgame show brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the Mariners game. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon by scanning the QR code right above my head. The link as well as our social accounts is also in the description of this episode. And the Mariners are back in the win column, baby, with a 5-2 to two victory over the Cubs this afternoon. They avoid getting swept on the back of a strong outing from Logan Gilbert, some timely hitting from the top of the order, and, oh, about nearly a 1,000 feet worth of back-to-back home runs off the bats of Teoscar Hernandez and Jared Kelnick. And before we get into what I assume, Colby, is going to be the thing that everyone wants to talk about which is Kelnick's mammoth home run the longest home run recorded at Wrigley Field in the StatCast era let's just talk about this win overall what it means for the Mariners after three consecutive devastating losses your thoughts it was I um yeah uh it certainly was a pretty fun game it was kind of Mariner-esque in a way it was a very close game all throughout uh, and then the Mariners finally, finally jumped on the dumpster fire that is the Cubs bullpen. The, look at the names in that bullpen. That bullpen is an absolute. It's it's one of the worst units in baseball, and you couldn't touch them until today. So, yeah. But I think you know the first thing that Mariner fans were interested in when they tuned into this game was probably to see Logan Gilbert's fastball velocity. You guys remember at the end of his last start, he was 90, 91, um, and just nothing near the strike zone. And and there was a lot of speculation that he was hurt. Um, but he, he said that it was just, you know, a, a mechanical issue and, and the Mariners and, and, you know, Logan essentially refused to talk about it as anything else than, than that. So it was certainly interesting to see what his fastball velocity was going to be like today. Um, and while he never, he never, you know, touched 97, 98, like we know he can, he was 94 to 96 pretty much the entire day, uh, including in the seventh, uh, in his last couple hitters. So uh, that is good. Uh, everything appears that ev- everything that we saw would indicate that, you know, Logan was right. It was a uh, mechanics issue, which, uh, you know, when you have as, as long of levers as Logan Gilbert does, if that gets out of whack, that can affect everything from control, command and velocity. So uh, it was nice to see him get back back on track in that regard. Uh, and he was he was really good today. You know, um, First two guys, you know, get hits and, and you're like, oh boy, here we go. But, you know, he managed to find a way out of it, only gives up the run, limits the damage. Uh, and then he goes on to, you know, retire the next nine or 10 guys before he gives up his next hit. Uh, and he mostly cruised after the first inning, ran into a little bit of trouble there in the uh, seventh. And Matt Brash came in and, and cleaned that up with a big assist from the home plate umpire who was absolutely horrible today. Oh my Lord. Terrible. <laughs> was Terrible awful. stuff. All series, the home plate umpires in the series were terrible, but mm-hmm. today it was especially bad. Uh, but yeah, Gilbert was great. You know, we saw a little bit of everything. We saw we saw some nice curveballs actually too. We saw the fastball velocity where it needed to be, 
um, sinker or uh, sorry, splitter and, and slider were used as well and, and pretty effective pitches. So it's not a great lineup that he went up against, but it is, it is full of my, uh, major league quality bats. So, uh, you know, give, give Logan some credit. Uh, he looked pretty good and it was a really good bounce back start. Um, and you know, the one thing you don't want to do when you blow a big lead, like you did the night before is lose the next game because then panic can start to set in and we know how calm Mariner fans are already. So it wouldn't have been that bad, but, uh, yeah, you, you kind of felt like you needed this one and, and Logan went out there and he allowed you to only use three bullpen guys and, and mm-hmm. none of them, um, uh, obviously with the day off tomorrow, your bullpen should be properly reset. So that should no longer be an issue going forward. We'll dive into the numbers of Gilbert's start a little later on in the show, but for now, let's turn our attention to the man of the hour, the Marin, the man of this series, Ty really. France. Right. Well, yeah, Ty France had another really good game. Uh, he had a really nice series in Chicago, uh, to be sure. But uh, Jared Kelnick, with Oop. a yeah yeah here here he goes he's doing the yep he's doing the bit that he said he was going to do beforehand uh so funny we're all enjoying this yeah hey, i'm not the i'm not the idiot wearing a jersey backwards to show people that I i'm, have a I'm just Kelnick i'm just jersey. i'm just wearing my him jersey because uh, jared see, kelnick is ty, ty would easily trade a mariners world series title for one all-star well, appearance well yeah yeah Kelnick. yeah player over the team clearly you know, mm. player to the front, team in the back, because yeah. it's Jerry Kelnick's team. How very 90s of you. Yeah, very 90s. Early 2000s as well with the NBA jerseys. Yeah, sure. Shorts going past the knees, socks and sandals, socks and slides, rather. Yeah, good time. Good era. Um, so <laughs> Jerry Kelnick hit the, as I mentioned earlier the longest home run recorded at Wrigley Field in the Statcast era 482 feet just edges out a Javi Baez home run of 481 feet and he hit it to the upper tank in dead center field which very few men have gone before I'm going to assume Sammy Sosa went up there at least once in his career in Chicago but this I mean all of these home runs that he hit the series were incredibly impressive. And it feels like they gradually got more impressive with each one. I mean, yesterday, I talked about it on the show. Fastball on the outside corner, bottom outside corner, and he hits it to you know left center field. This one, also a fastball on the bottom outside corner from Julian May- uh, Merriweather. You can look back at it. You can look at back it, at the placement. It caught a lot of the plate. I did look back at it. It caught a lot of the plate, but okay. Bottom outside, and plus, all these home runs were wind aided. So, like, are they really that impressive? Sure, sure. (laughs) Yeah, here, here he goes again. We're we're just absolutely enjoying this, Colby. This is a great bit. It's really landing. Uh, and he so the ability to drive that ball out, hundred and twelve mile per hour exit velocity. Shut up, hundred and twelve mile per hour exit velocity from Kellenick. Uh, just a ridiculous home run, and it's gotten people outside of the Mariners' fears talking we were seeing jeff pass and talk about it pretty much every major baseball outlet or personality out there is talking about the kelnick home run and they're starting to buy in here a little bit on the bounce back from kelnick so talk about the home run what was your reaction when you saw that thing leave the ballpark do i want to push the nuclear button right now uh, no it was <laughs> It was incredibly impressive because it, I mean, the weird thing is too, when you look at the, the stack cast data, right. And it's, it had like a 31 degree launch angle, like mm-hmm. typically a high launch angle. 
I mean, you could still hit home runs with a high launch angle, but typically those home runs, they tend to kind of die because they're in the air for so long and they kind of come back to the field a little bit. Like, um, but to, you know, go 482 uh, on a, it was, it was a decent pitch. It wasn't a great pitch. I, I honestly don't know if this was his most impressive home run. Just like, obviously it's the greatest distance and, and it was highly impressive, but I kind of like last night's home run a little bit better. It was a better pitch and he, and he, you know, hit it into left center field. But I mean, Kellnick's locked in right now. It really is. And it's easy to buy into the hype um, because he's, he's showing you, right. He, he's showing every tool that he has and that we ever thought he could have. He's showing you right now uh, in Chicago. So it would be interesting to see if it carries over. I, I am a little concerned that all this success has put him on a, a pedestal that he can't actually achieve uh, in, in Mariner fans' minds. Um, he's going to, he's going to ha- go over 12. He's going to do that at some point, And he kind of already has once this year, but again, this is the, this is the ceiling of Jared Kelnick. And even if it's only for three games, like <laughs> it's nice yeah. if Jared Kelnick is, cause right now he's running what, what like a two thirteen WRC plus or yeah, something like that's that. Seventh if, in, ba- in major league baseball right now. If Jared Kelnick is 70% lower than that at the end of this year, the Mariners are a legitimate world series contender. Like, he doesn't have to be this good, but man, like I, I can't remember the last time Kelnick put together. We, we, he's had some Septembers, right? But when is last, has he ever had three games in a row that look like this? I don't yeah. think so. Um, and it's not just the home runs. The yeah, at-bats are really impressive. The strikeouts continue to go down every day. He continues not to chase pitches. That's really important for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and he continues to not let, you know, subpar outcomes kind of dictate the rest of his afternoon. Uh, he had to strike out, you know, with, with the bases loaded. And, and, you know, I think last year, Kelnick, that would have really been hard for him to overcome. And and this time around, you know, didn't have a particularly great day up until the home run, had a hard hit single, but, you know, a couple spots where he didn't get the big hit. And then he just comes up and nothing phases him. Uh, it, it really is impressive. And it, it's hard to know how much the mental side of things is, is, you know, factored in here, but he seems mm-hmm. to be like, you know, he's in a really good, uh, headspace and he's really in a good spot with his swing. So uh, it, it's incredibly impressive. There's just really no way to deny it. And, um, you know, just, just relax a little bit. He's going to come back down to earth at some point, but for now, ride that ride, baby. Cause it is a fun one. Yeah. He's, he's definitely put the league on notice and now we're going to see the adjustments from yep. posing pitching staff. So we'll see how he adjusts back and uh, how he responds right because again you know the big thing for me is seeing him hit another rough patch and how he bounces back from that or doesn't you know that's going to tell us a lot uh but it's exciting it's really exciting and hey for once the mariners or well jared kelnick did something really cool and the mariners did not let it go to waste so that's nice thank you for doing that they were already up four to one but yeah yeah I mean, like, I feel like you're trying to lump it into like, oh, he hit the game tying home run and, and they lose. They hit the go ahead home run in the bottom of the eighth and they lose. Like, I'm it's just, not the same. I'm just saying, though, he did something really cool today. Yeah. And, and they, did. and they didn't let it go to waste. It wasn't like, hey, Jerry Kelnick hit this major home run and the Mariners blew a five run he lead. He didn't, he didn't get <laughs> tungsten arm O'Doyled or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's, that's nice. I, uh, I'm happy with that. All right. 
Uh, I want to talk more about uh, the offensive performance from the Mariners in just a moment, but real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by FanDuel. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back, and there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to home runs, strikeouts, and stolen bases. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the Mariners game. Uh, five to two win for the Seattle Mariners this afternoon at Wrigley Field. They avoid getting swept. Thankfully, they are five and eight heading back home for a three game series with Colorado Rockies this weekend after a much needed off day tomorrow. Uh, now, before we get back into this game here, Colby, we are, of course, running a fundraiser with Feeding America. Let's get a little status report on what's going on with that. Yeah, you guys are well aware by now, but uh, Ty and I are partnered with Feeding America. If you guys don't know, 34 million people in the United States suffer from food insecurity. Nine million of them are children. That number is entirely too high. And we can help. Uh, Feeding America is a great organization that's able to turn every dollar donated into 10 nutritious meals to feed the hungry. And we're doing a fundraiser with them. Our original goal was $500. You guys have almost cracked $5,000. And we have about two weeks left to go with it. So we'd like to see how far we can take that thing. So if you guys want to donate, maybe donate a 10. For Jared Kalnick today, or if you're feeling zesty, maybe a 482 eh? or $4.82 works too, because that is still a lot of meals. Um, so yeah, Feeding America is great because we're able to, you know, turn every dollar into so many meals and, and we're approaching 50,000 meals raised. If you guys want to help support the fundraiser, just scan the QR code that's on the screen right now. If you're listening, there is a link to our donation page in the podcast description. There's also a link in the description of the video down below. Um, so you can just scan the QR code and it'll take you right to uh, that that page where you can you can donate. Um, Ty and I are also doing a little bit of uh, extra. Uh, if you guys are unable to donate or maybe you already have, uh, you can go ahead and just subscribe to this channel, to our YouTube channel. And Ty and I will donate 10 cents to uh, Feeding America. Uh, so basically every time every person who clicks that button is one one more person getting a, a meal that they otherwise wouldn't so it all adds up i think we're uh approaching 400 new subs since we started this so that is obviously 400 uh meals uh for those who need it so uh, again thank you guys so much for the support so far uh we're getting really close to, to 5,000, like i said which is i mean insane never thought that was going to happen and if you guys have a little bit of a kick left in you at the end of this if we do get to 10k, Ty has uh, decided that he will get a tattoo in honor of the 10k. And yeah, I don't I'm know. Gonna, I feel I'm like... gonna get this tatted on my chest. I was gonna say, I was gonna say. I think after today, Ty might be getting like a Kelnick 10. Yeah, but you could put the 10k, like put the oh, 10. Oh, there we yeah, wow, there we go. Look Kalnick. at that. Look mm. at that. Yeah, here I'm so, gonna yeah. Get, I'm gonna get the MLB logo on my neck, <laughs> Kelnick right across here, and then the 10 sure. right and there. Yeah, little right K on, on the right on my belly. 
there yeah. you go there you go so yeah uh if you guys do if you guys do manage to do that then ty will get the tattoo uh but uh yeah it's been it's been awesome thank you guys so much um and uh if you guys you know want to help out even more uh maybe go to your employer and, and see if they'll match donations uh apparently there are a lot of a lot of uh companies that will match uh, your charitable donations and you know, that would be a, a great way to get us closer to the insane goal. Uh, but uh, again, thank you guys so much. It's it's really been uh, really fun to track that daily and just kind of see where we're at and and see all the messages that come in with the donations. It's been awesome. Kind of feel like watching some man one tapes now that I'm wearing this. Oh, good lord! <laughs> There's that uh, Netflix documentary. You can uh, you can, can watch, watch about what ruined and one. Well, mm. mm. oh. oh man. Uh, sad <laughs> r.i.p and one uh all right let's uh <laughs> let's move on here let's talk about uh the rest of this offense uh for the the for the mariners uh kind of struggled a little bit against marcus stroman in terms of capitalizing on some opportunities that they had once again they had bases loaded less than uh two outs and didn't really do anything with it um somebody hit a double for the love of please God. please yeah can we get a bases clearing double once that would be that would be really nice that would be my preference for sure yeah i mean or grand slam either one's acceptable. or grand slam i thought maybe jared was gonna do it yeah. when he stepped <laughs> Definitely up Definitely crossed my mind i was like oh yeah. my goodness <laughs> yeah if he does this <laughs> oh. yeah but uh we we had no idea what we were about to witness from him a little bit later on yeah. in that game but uh <laughs> yeah um teoscar hernandez had a really nice day today yeah. uh, a couple of hits including uh, a mammoth home run that was overshadowed by kelnick's right after the very next batter uh but teo uh just destroyed a baseball against his uh former teammate uh in toronto julian Mer- uh, merriweather uh that ball got to like the second to last row <laughs> in left field uh pretty impressive home run uh fastball near the top of the zone uh just destroyed it uh just like he's supposed to so really nice to see out of teo um julio started off started off poorly again uh he, he was at it was a rough for, time in chicago for yeah it, he was honest. he got to 0 for 11 before getting his first hit of the series and he ends up going two for five today so that is nice to see him get on base a couple times right got um thrown out trying to steal second on a weird slide where he got his left arm hooked on the foot of nico horner and uh yeah you can hear me rant about that on ctz that's a stupid rule but whatever yeah yeah well i think it's also like there that's supposed to be called like as interference or something and it just wasn't should be yeah you get the only the only base you can block without the ball or the only base you cannot block without the ball is home Mm -hmm. plate that makes sense yeah yeah uh Cal Raleigh went 0 for 3 today, did have another hard hit ball, though. Uh, he struck out, he walked. Uh, but Ty France uh, was the other star of the day for the Mariners. He goes 2 for 4 uh, with, a, uh, with a rib and a walk. This is just what Ty France does, man. His uh, batting average is now up to 357. He's the uh, team leader in that category, uh, just six points above Jared Kelnick. Uh, France just continues to look like the dude we saw last first half. And it just, it makes me, you know, just hope and pray here that he can stay healthy for once, because if we can get a full season, Ty France doing something even just close to this, like 80% of this, 
that's a massive boost for this offense and should allow for more consistent production out of this offense in theory at least so right uh you know it, it's it's been a, it was a weird series for a eugenio suarez had a couple big hits you know he also okay. had some dreadful at bats in the series his last his last three at bats today were awful yeah. And the last two he had last night were terrible. Like just really bad. Non-competitive whatsoever. Seemed like three he strikeouts. Out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, three strikeouts today. Yeah. So Gino, as we know, is a streaky hitter. So this isn't all that surprising. But obviously, if Gino goes from being a hot hitter to, you know, a, a ice cold hitter, like he's kind of made that transaction or that transition right now, you need somebody else to step up. And right now it looks like Kelnick and Teo are kind of, you know, leading that charge on the mm-hmm. other end. And obviously Ty France continues to be really solid. Yeah. Um, you know, and for all the hand wringing of, of Teoscar Hernandez after the first week or whatever. Sure, it didn't take him long to get that batting average up back up over 200. Um, it's now 214, which again, not good. Nobody's saying that's that's good enough. Uh, but considering it was at like 063 when they yeah. started the road trip, and and also given another, you know, given the way that stats act around this time of year at the start of the season, yeah, you know, he gets a couple more hits on Friday and that average probably goes up to like 250. Yeah, and he's hitting so. the ball hard, uh, pretty regularly too. Even the outs are, are starting to be, you know hard loud loud out so tail's starting around into form um you know pretty much everybody contributed at some point today with the exception of cooper hummel and and colton wong yeah not a good day for colton (laughs) one of his strikeouts of course heavily assisted by the terrible home plate umpiring uh found himself in an 0-2 hole when it should have been 2-0 yeah you should never strike out when the pitcher throws you one strike and you don't swing at and you only swing at one pitch (laughs) yeah like obviously not when it rains, it pours, and Colton Wong get a, get a you know couple hits in the series, but yeah, he's really struggling. And then the the DH spot continues to be kind of a, a black hole for the Mariners. But uh, you know, just hit I, AJ Pollock against righties, please. Can you just try I, it more than once? Can yeah, you just try exactly. it more than once? You know, please just just do it. Just see what happens because you're not getting anything out of Cooper Hummel and Tommy Lasella anyway. So who cares if AJ Pollock goes over for four or over for five? Yeah, it's the same thing. Who cares? And if there's a really tough right-hander coming in from the bullpen and you don't think Pollock has a good shot, you have Tommy Listella on the bench who you're still carrying for some inexplicable reason. reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, today, Ty, look at Ty trying to drag us to the negative side. Right. Today's a positive day. The Mariners won. Mm -hmm. It's crazy how close the Mariners came to going six and oh on this road trip. Like yeah. it was right there to go six and oh. And even one of these games that they lost goes the other way, which they all could have. Um, you know, we're we're feeling really good. We're flying high. We're we're heading back to Seattle and and you know, everybody's feeling great about where the team's at. And that's baseball, you know. They're not winning the extra inning games so far this year. They're not winning those one run games so far this year. And mm-hmm. and uh, you know, that that's the margin right now. So uh but yeah, I, I do think that they are playing better baseball than they were uh a week ago even if the even if the record doesn't quite show it but yeah do things do appear to be getting better in seattle and and you know we're also finding some dudes out in that bullpen so uh justin yeah, topa it, another great inning today yep mm-hmm. i mean topa and and spire have essentially replaced swanson and diego castillo <laughs> who we'll talk about i'm sure at some uh, point but yeah maybe tomorrow uh, yeah yeah um yeah so you know overall really nice day for the mariners i uh, gotta feel good about uh, getting this win and uh i mean just for morale's sake i mean like in april there's no such thing as a must-win game but this kind of felt like a 
Like you needed to win this game just for for morale's sake, uh, just, just to, for vibes. Yeah, just for vibes. Get back on the right track. Head to Seattle, sure. not feeling too too down on yourself after the way the because when you just you lose in the fashion that you did the last three days, it's it's going to be hard to to come to the ballpark smiling because <laughs> uh, that's right. just that's rough. You know, you think it's rough for us as fans. Those guys definitely did not enjoy losing that way either uh, no. the last three nights. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about Logan Gilbert some more and, uh, get you on your merry way here, uh, on this lovely Wednesday afternoon in which the Mariners win five to two over the Chicago Cubs. And by the way, thank you, Paul Seawald, despite the home run to Cody Bellinger for making this relatively easy for just getting us out of here, getting, getting the boys home on time, you know, like, thank you. Thank you for doing that. All right. Uh, more on Gilbert and whatever else we feel like talking about in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your professional baseball franchise? Well, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and staff, managing team finances, scouting and drafting players, managing difficult personnel personalities, navigating your franchise through free agency, and all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want. It's basically the Jerry DePoto simulator. So instead of saying chills, DePoto did it again. You can now say chills. I did it again. That's freaking Right, Colby. Download it now and Locked On Mariners listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit probaseballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up on the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM, start your dynasty today. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Mariners 5-2 win over the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field. If we're getting swept, and a big part of that, as we mentioned earlier on in the show, was Logan Gilbert, who was very good today. Very good. Six and two-thirds innings pitch. He was the first Mariners starter to record an out in the seventh inning this year. Uh, seven strikeouts, just one walk, one earned run on four hits. Colby, uh, tell me more about what you saw out of Gilbert today. Yeah, um, it was interesting. He actually threw a lot, I mean, relative, uh, threw a lot of knuckle curves today. Um, and while it wasn't a fantastic pitch for him today, uh, it wasn't awful. It was usable. He threw a little bit more than a, a get me over pitch, which is generally what it's been. I mean, only one whiff on it, but he did get three called strikes as well. Uh, and just, you know, three foul balls. So four balls put in play. Um Nothing too, you know, wild about that pitch, but he did th- throw it enough to kind of put it in the back of the mind of these Cubs hitters. But the the real star of today was actually uh, the the fastball uh, slider combo. It was more of a old school Logan Gilbert. The splitter didn't get a ton of plays. He only threw it eleven times. Didn't get any whiffs on it. Didn't get any called strikes on it. Um, so not really a great splitter today, but didn't need it. The fastball was definitely good enough. Six whiffs on the fastball. Um, and then the big number four whiffs on 11 swings on the slider. He also threw the slider 
for a called strike eight times, which is huge for Gilbert. If you can threaten the strike zone with his breaking stuff, hitters have to respect it, which means that they have they're going to be a half second later on the fastball than they already ordinarily would be. Gilbert in the past has really struggled to throw his breaking ball for strikes. He's relied on guys chasing it to get value out of those pitches. Today he was able to do both. He got them to chase it and he got them to chase it largely because he showed that he could throw it for a strike. He could flip it in the strike zone if he needed to. So it was a really good day for the fastball slider combo. And that's really all Logan needed, but he did mix in, you know, decent knuckle curve today. Splitter again, just didn't really have it. Whatever it happens. Um, I, I don't think it's all that concerning. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it was just a good outing, good solid outing through a lot of strikes, uh, you know, started ahead of, of a lot of guys. It was just kind of classic Logan Gilbert. Uh, and that's great to see. My favorite part of the start for, for Gilbert was, I forget which inning it, it was. It was later on in his, uh, in his appearance, uh, but it was against Patrick Wisdom. He had him 0-2, uh, and he threw a borderline pitch. Started his strut, but it was called a ball. It's a little frustrated. You could see it visibly, but he comes back on the mound, fires a fastball right past Wisdom for the strikeout. Does a strut, all that. You could tell that he was he was feeling he's, himself a little bit today. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was um, good to see. It's interesting is the spin rates on his fastball and his slider today were actually down, mm-hmm. um, but the spin rate on his curveball actually spiked pretty significantly. He was spinning that really well today. Um, and then, you know, part of the problem with the the splitter is, is that it was also, he was also spinning it a little too much and the splitter change up, whatever those pitches, you really want a low spin rate on. And today Gilbert's split had a little bit higher of a spin rate. So that might explain why he didn't get as many whiffs, um, as you would like on that pitch. Also it was a pretty right-handed heavy lineup. So, uh, yeah, Gilbert was really good today. There's just no way around it. And two of his three starts, he's been fantastic. And then the one uh, that he struggled in, he just losses mechanics and and that happens so you know it was a frustrating series but Luis castillo and logan gilbert both continue to look fantastic early on mm-hmm. um and that, that's a big deal while you're waiting for robbie ray and and you just hope that marco and or flexen doesn't blow up every time through the rotation uh and you know it's it's a little bit of a bummer for flex because he was pretty good in his first two outings and then yesterday he was just just trash so yeah we'll see but gilbert Thankfully able to go six and two thirds. And like I said earlier in the show, essentially reset the bullpen with the day off tomorrow. They're not going to be short on any arms. Everybody should be available, um, including Penn Murphy, who thankfully <laughs> did not have to pitch the last two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that certainly is is a nice little rest for for Penn Murphy. And of course, the big news today, Darren McCacken called up. So congratulations. Ooh. Yeah, congratulations to the Darren McCacken guy. In the comments, I'm sure this is the best day of your life today. So enjoy it, soak it up. Right before he gets DFA'd, <laughs> celebrate it's responsibly, though. Going to happen. <laughs> um, by the way, real fast, just I know we, we kind of mentioned him quite a bit so far, mm-hmm. but Justin Topa again, just awesome, really cool. Yeah, dude has, has been a fine so far, and obviously, everything we talk about in April is so far, but yeah, he Topa had, is, he had uh, six cold strikes plus whiffs. In his yep. appearance today, sixty percent. Yeah, really good stuff. Really good mm-hmm. stuff out of Justin Topa. The uh, <laughs> the max exit velocity for, against Topa today, seventy nine and a half miles an hour. What can Dude, I say? Man. A lot of ground balls. Chills. Depoto did it again. At what point did the Mariners give us a royalty for that? 
Yeah, they did use I, it. I see them use it. They've yeah. been using it. They, and they used it to prove a Jerry DePoto yeah, point. It was very clearly like, look at Jerry finding these guys yeah. out of nowhere. It was very clearly that. So yeah. like, come on, guys. Yeah. I think the very least the Mariners can do is donate to the Feeding America fundraiser. There we That's go. That's all I'm saying. There we go. Let me do look. it. Do it. What is $482 to the Seattle Mariners? <laughs> a team that made $81 million. No. We're yeah. not, we're not. Gonna yeah, we're not doing that. All right. That's no. going to do it for our show. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us here on the Lockdown Mariners podcast. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidy Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, C A N E G N Z L Z, and Colby at CPAT11. That's CPAT11. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok as well at Lockdown Mariners. That's one word, Lockdown Mariners. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen. Now, for your second listen, check out Lockdown Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every single day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies it's free and available wherever you get your podcasts just like us part of the locked on podcast network your team every day and with that have yourself a beautiful baseball day and we'll see you tomorrow peace